talking lost highway We're hitting the old lost highway the old dusty trail <laughs> 1997 the year i graduated mm, that's right and we are solo this week right we have no one to keep no us, research assistant none whatsoever nobody to keep us in line so and that would be perfect because the weather's been all david lynch yep we'll be wilding like david lynch nobody to fact check us nope we're just it's all just vibes tonight y'all that's right vibes tonight so the doom biz do that first First, I want to say thank you to our two new patrons, Talene and Adam. Hey, welcome, welcome. Thanks All are welcome. Thanks for joining the club. If you want to be a cool kid, too, subscribe at patreon.com forward slash doom generation. Do it. We're going to try to start doing some video live streams during pre-show, like just hangouts, but that is for patrons only, oh, so you got to sign up. Got to be one of the cool kids. It's exclusive. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at Doom Generation Pod and on Twitter at Doom Gem Pod for our ever so clever movie scene edits. Ever so clever. So this is episode number 69. Nice. And... <laughs> It is the first episode of October. Yes, it is spooky times. We're in spooky months. So yeah, I mean, we have different interpretations of, of what, not as in from each other, but I mean, no. we have a multiple <laughs> interpretations of what spooky season means. So we're going to go through the <clears throat> gamut for you this October. Right. And to start it off, this movie. <laughs> so yeah, this so used this to be a movie. favorite of mine. It still kind of is. Like, I really like this movie. I mean, the soundtrack is for oh, sure the still a favorite. Soundtrack. I've been listening to it. So good. Oh, I've been listening, even though, I mean, even the, <sighs> I know. Let's just get out of the way. Marilyn yes, Manson Marilyn is in this movie thing, for and a I second. fucking loved it. I fucking loved it. And yep. you know what? I, these two songs, mm, they're good. They're good songs. And they were used very well in the film. And I... Smashing Pumpkins, that song. Oh, David Bowie. Man, oh man. This when I coil, put Blue the Reed. Blu-ray on when I put the movie oh, on. Because yeah, I had to buy it. Like you deranged. can't find it anywhere. Yeah. And that started playing on a loop. I was like, ooh. And I we know. have to go to this place. Oh, we the, have to go to the- Is there really a Lost Highway Hotel? Mm -hmm. It's not called that, but it's uh, it, that's the way it looks. It oh. looks like that, but I fucking forget what it's called. I was telling you about it. But it's in Death Valley. Oh, that's right. You were telling me. And, and it's I don't supposed to be said. haunted. It's the something that an opera house and it's supposed to be haunted. Okay. And it probably is. It looked haunted as fuck. But I wouldn't want to go now, not to Death Valley. It's way, way too fucking hot to um, go out there. Um, Dresden reminded me that we saw this together on VHS at someone's house. She thinks um, at our friend Matt's house. And she said when we were driving home, it was all foggy and dark oh. and the road was like... The lost I highway. see that anytime I see that, if I'm out in like on a dark road, yeah, that's just think of immediately this. springs to mind. Well, I went with friends that were super into Twin Peaks, yeah, 
and um, we ditched school to, to go, go see, see it. Uh huh. <clears throat> and nice. we went to that that same place that you saw Forbidden Zone. Mm-hmm. And we went inside because I, th- I think it was only playing like a couple of times. Like we had to go to a matinee because like how they weren't going to show it. <laughs> it wasn't like a box office smash. Right. So we had to ditch school to go see Lost Highway. So I did see this right when it came out. Nice. Nice. So the cast. So we have Bill Pullman as Fred Madison. Patricia Arquette as both his wife, Renee Madison, and as Alice Wakefield. Yes. Um, Baltazar Getty. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. To a lot of people, Baltazar (sighs) Getty is a non-entity. You're like, who? Who's Baltazar Getty? I don't remember this guy. To us. You guys, I had so many posters. All over my walls. Like, I don't even know. What it is. I don't know either because rewatching it, like he's still cute. I know, but, but I don't he walks know what funny. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know what the thing was about <laughs> Baltasar Getty, but Those I was in eyebrow- love. Oh my God. That eyebrow. Like, that was, yes. Yeah, the and eyebrow. he was like all that serious with the wallet chain. Uh-huh. Mm. I, yes. Yeah, Baltasar Getty. For him. Oh, yes. Balti. Um, and then Robert Blake. Oh, fuck. As mystery man. Who? As himself. As himself. <laughs> Uh, oh, Natasha Gregson Wagner is Sheila, and yes. she is the daughter of Natalie Wood. Yep. Uh, Henry Rollins is in there yes. randomly. He's got a little cameo as a prison guard. One of the guards. Uh, Gary Busey, who I forgot yep. was in this movie. Uh, Giovanni Ribisi for a tiny yes, moment. He's one of uh, Pete's little buddies too, isn't he? Yes. Or does he work at the? No, he's one of the buddies. He's that one of the, the little house. friends. That's right, like the main buddy. Um, and the voice of Mink Stoll is who is the forewoman's voice who's sentent who's saying oh, we find him guilty. Okay, because I saw her on the cast list, She's and I was like, voice, where was she? The forewoman. That was okay. her. That was it. Um, and then Robert Loggia. Robert Loggia as bo- Mr. Eddie both Mr. And Eddie and Dick, and Dick, Laurent. Dick Laurent. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then we also have Richard Pryor, uh-huh. and this was his final film as appearance. Artie. Yeah, and Michael Massey. Oh yeah, as Andy, and then also credited, but I couldn't figure out that Jennifer Simes. Yes. She's credited as Junkie Girl, and that was uh, Keanu's late fiance. Their I think it was fiance, baby, baby mama, mama also. Like, like they had that still. It was all very. Very sad. tragic, yes. and she died in a car accident like right after they got back together. It was all but very she sad. Was either one of the, she She's, was either the girl that comes over right. to Baltzar Getty's house, or she was one of the porn or stars. Something, it yeah. just said junkie girl, and there were no specifically Mm-mm. junkie. Yeah, girls that stood out as a junkie no. girl, but whatever. She was on there too. So one of the things that we did, we we try not to talk too much about these movies before <laughs> we do the show, so that there's stuff to talk about. But right. the one thing we'll mention is there's a lot of quiet in this movie. Yes. And so <laughs> like you lean in, there does get to be some good dialogue, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of this movie is vibe. I'm saying it's all vibes tonight. Like it's yeah. all vibes because this movie is all vibes. And like I remember this being a super horny movie. And while there is a lot of titties in it. <laughs> yeah. Um, the horniest part for me is the soundtrack. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you win a fuck soundtrack. Yes. Put on this is the Lost one. Highway. And really that the Lou Reed cover of this magic mm-hmm. moment is one of my favorite. So good. Like, oh, I, it's one of my favorite songs mm-hmm. of all time. Really. It's really good. I love it. So we open up on the Lost Highway. Yes. Going oh. down the dark road oh. to Bowie's I'm Deranged. Yes. And it's just such a cool, like immediately it's off putting. Like, where the fuck are we? Yep. And got that bass hitting. 
Cruise, cruise me, cruise me, baby. Yes. <laughs> and then you see darkness. Ah. <sighs> A cigarette, someone hitting a cigarette yes. in the dark. Oh, it's vibes, vibes, vibes. And this vibes. is Bill slash Fred. Right. And you don't know, he's obviously got a deal already. This yeah. This is a moody household. He, it's very, this is David Lynch's house. <laughs> no, it is. Is it? For this real. This is his actual And his furniture. House? Most of the shit in his, okay. this house is his house. He I can saved see money that. by filming at his home, I guess, because his home is apparently all vibes, Minimalist, all mood, all yeah. the time. So yeah, so they're already he's already mad about something. It never says, but he seems right. he's like sitting in the dark he's like smoking. Seething in the d- yeah. yeah. And like the window's just open. Cause she's not. I guess because he's smoking. I, I don't know. Like the curtains open, like the light comes in. Yeah, and I don't know what's with the buzzer and the light. I guess is her getting up. That's the alarm. That's and what I thought. But like well, the buzzer is the door. It's oh, the, and intercom. the intercom goes right. Rah, yeah. So he gets up, and apparently this is another thing that in real life happened to David Lynch. Yes, that it, it just some somebody random... came up and said Dick Laurent is dead. That's so so weird. Of course it did. Who else <sighs> would yeah. have a story like that? Of course. So yeah, so it's so he, he looks out the window, there's nobody there. Nobody's looks there. up and down the street, looks in multiple windows, nobody's mm-hmm. there, fade to black. Right. So we have no idea already right off the bat. He seems <sighs> as confused as we do. I know, like happening. he's like, "Oh, what the fuck is going on? I don't know who Dick Laurent is." <laughs> right. He gives no indication that he has any idea what's going on. So then same house at night, mm-hmm. moon times. Moon times. And he's packing up his sacks. Right. And Patricia comes in looking so noir and Gorgina. Oh, yes. and like Gorgina, Gorgina. Bitch, and I tell you these bangs, I'm saying. Like, remember that thing I sent you? Yes. Then in between, in every woman, there's two wolves and like one of them wants mermaid hair and the other wants to chop it all off. But there's a crow pulling their tail and that crow is telling you to get bangs. Yeah. And the crow is the most dangerous one of all. Bitch, that crow was whispering to me in my ear. Was like, like, oh, you yeah, you bangs? should do it. You want those bangs. You, bangs. you know you do. I cannot have those bangs. Get the bangs. I can't. My cowlick said no. And this is her I'm staying at home to read outfit. I know. That's her what I wrote that Slinky, silky, Full with the stripper slide. Yes. Yep. I'm staying in to read. Bitch, no, you're and not. And he looks at her like. He's like, really? He looks at her like, number one, either she don't know how to read. <laughs> or two, there ain't no books in this house, bitch. Right? Because I didn't see a book I didn't in that see a book, house. no. He went, read, read what? Read what? There was nothing. The, like, what, the shampoo back of the shampoo? bottle? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And he does oh seem doubtful. God. Like, okay, yes. sure. She's like, I'm just going to stay home and read. Dress like that. And like, I guess, well, to be fair, when we see her later, like her house coat and her house shoes are fucking stripper, stripper slides. Yeah. So I... I bought my the robe that I have. I purchased with this in mind. Did I'm just you saying. really? Like specifically? Yes, nice. I did. And then yes, he's like, I did. Oh, I can still make you laugh. Like first of all, bitch, ain't nothing you just right? said. Funny. You didn't say anything. And funny. if you made her laugh, it was with discomfort because right. you're all up in her face. <laughs> like, oh, what are you gonna read? Right. Well, really though, what what are you gonna? Yeah. Read? <laughs> he can. You can wake me up when you get home if you want to. Right. Okay. okay. All right. Whatever. And then this is where my note says, I don't know what to call this, but I know Howard Moon would wet his pants <laughs> for it. Yes. Some jazz screaming sex. You're scared of the formlessness of jazz. They call me screaming sax Madison, baby. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I guess also like Bill Pullman never played the sax before and probably never did again because he only learned how to play this and for the movie. And did he learn or did they just teach him how to make it make a sound? And then I guess go they were just it. like, just wail it's on avant-garde. it. avant-garde. They taught him how to play hot cross buns and this. <laughs> and like, this is the job that pays for David Lynch's house. Right. The, he gets paid to yeah. go play screaming sax. He's screaming sax. Madison, baby. This ain't got a job. No, she sure doesn't. She can't even read. (laughs) (laughs) So he calls home and she ain't answering, which means you know she ain't home because that is the loudest phone system. They have several phones that ring louder than any phone has ever rang. It shows each and every like corded, heavy, secretary phone. Yeah. Yeah. Like in your face. And then you can, oh, you can tell on his face. Oh, he knows it. But he comes home and there she is. She's asleep in bed with her makeup on. Uh, Yep. (laughs) All times. All times. At always. And then in the morning, she comes out for the paper. In them heels. I know. She's going to break an ankle on On that. On them steps. For real. Gets that manila envelope. Mm Mm-hmm. So she, he comes up behind her as she's opening the envelope. Right. Like, what is that? She's She's like, like, uh, it's a tape. It's not labeled. Right. And she almost seems like. Kind of worried, like, what could it... Well, knowing if what we find out later, there's a reason for that. Well, also, that's true. But, like, that she thinks that maybe somebody has sent a video of her, mm-hmm. you know, well, not doing that, but just, like, of her stepping out. Like, yeah. not even necessarily the video we see later. So he puts in the video to see what's on it, and it's just they're outside of their house. It's a video yeah. of the outside of their house. It's got that grainy VHS... You know, super eight quality. She's like, oh, must be from a real estate agent. Really? Like a real creepy one? Like just like with no card even that right? says, I, a real estate I want to sell your house. Yeah. Like that's weird. That would be a weird thing to <clears throat> think. Yeah. He's like, maybe. Yeah, sure. So then red curtains. David Lynch loves the red curtains. He does. It's the, what is it? The red room? And Bill or Fred seems to be recalling seeing his wife in the crowd at the club with another man mm-hmm. while Leaving he was on stage. Yeah, like she looks at him, he looks at her. Like and it so seems like she's not clear if that's why supposed would to be you go the there before. That's what I was thinking. But why would you go there? And then why would he bother calling her if he saw her in the club? Because he thought he saw her, but maybe he didn't actually see her. And then I don't know. Maybe it wasn't from that. It's David Lynch. It's not going to make sense. I don't know why we're trying to make sense of it. It doesn't make any sense. But then Renee gets naked and that'll distract you from anything. Right. Like, hey, guess what? Boom. Titties. Yep. She gets in bed. Fantastic titties. Does she sleep naked all the time? Because it seems like he I'm was I'm going to guess that's the invitation to it's time for well, sexy you're times. you're in them silky sheets. I'd sneep. Sneep. Sneep naked. <laughs> sneep naked. That's what you do when you're sleeping naked. You're sneeping. And they have sex and like. Oh, so what does he this come too so quick? Can he not get it up? Like what's so, the? I don't know. So we get slow mo titty jiggles to some some this mortal coil music in the background, right? And when what he either finishes or can't finish, or, it seems yeah. like he finishes. That's but and it, gets the dreaded pat on the back. Oh, he wants to kill her in that moment. Okay. Like he's like. It's okay. Oh my God. I can't so even I imagine. So I think it's that he came quickly, but they didn't make it seem like it was super quick with that slow-mo. Right. But like, it also seemed like he was trying really hard or like he yeah, lost it. I don't it, know. Maybe. maybe. I don't know. But that back pat, mm-hmm. the look on his face is murderous. And when she's like, it's okay. It's okay. His face. Oh my God. 
And he rolls off and she just lies there unsatisfied looking mm-hmm. at the ceiling. And then he just starts talking about a dream. Yeah. In the dream, she was calling his name in the house and he mm-hmm. couldn't find her. Right. And then the smoke cloud drifts in. Yeah. There's, there's a, a red curtain there's again. There's a fireplace and it's a loud fireplace. And that she was lying in bed, but it wasn't her. Right. It looked like you, but it wasn't you. And then he looks over at her in the dark. And the camera from Fred's POV comes into like Renee in bed and she puts her hands up and screams and he wakes up mm-hmm. and then he looks over at her in the dark and can't see her face. And then, Oh, oh fuck dude. She's she like, Robert Blake <laughs> and her, she like leans in and it's Robert Blake with bangs and he freaks out oh, and turns as on the light you fucking wood. And it's fine. It's fine. It's just, oh, it's just me. And like he, yeah, he turns on the light, and then in the morning again, here she come in that silk robe. Oh and heels. my god! And she finds yet another package and another tape. And I like this hair color. Yeah, I'm just gonna get a wig. There That's you go. it. I'm just gonna get a wig. So there's another Manila envelope and a dog barking in the distance. Who the hell owns that dog? And like I thought maybe that was gonna come up again later nope. because of just pointing nope. it out, but no, it doesn't. I don't. I'm almost wondering if like that was just a thing he said. Right, just randomly. like that had nothing to do with it. Like the dog was in the shot. They're like, "Whose fucking dog is that?" So that they got another videotape, puts it in, and I love that with orange VCR or whatever oh, yeah. that they have. He's like, "Well, don't you want to watch it?" And she's like, "I guess." It, they're like she doesn't seem interested. Weird furniture thing. It looks like the zombie box. Mm. I don't know. It was yeah. Weird. So um, there's a new scene now. So it's still so it's outside of the house, but now it starts exactly the same. It zooms into their front door, and now they're inside the house. And she starts to get scared, and his eye starts to twitch. Yeah, and then they like up into the up the stairs into their room and finds them sleeping inside. And she's Ooh. like, "Fred, we gotta Fuck. call the police." Oh my god! Oh, you know what? I meant to look it up, and I fucking didn't. So she's like, "We gotta call the police." And she tells him 7035 Hollis near the observatory. And I put, look it up. And I didn't. I oh, wonder if that's the actual that's address. address or something. I could, I guess, right now. But yeah, the police detectives come. And, and like, what are like, they going to do? Because they didn't steal anything. They didn't break anything. No. And they didn't threaten specifically. No. So what do you do? And where do you go from there? Like, I yeah. And they say they're going to watch the house. But like, why would they even? Yeah, well, well, yeah like wouldn't. we'll watch over the house. And why did they send like two plain clothes detectives? Like they wouldn't immediately send two plain clothes no. detectives. I don't know. Because I guess when David Lynch calls the police, they send two I plain clothes detectives. I guess they're like, you know, this shit's going to be weird. You know, yeah, they don't send them to the wackety sax player <laughs> in the neighborhood, though. You get a patrol guy <laughs> first to take a report and send that over to the detectives. Right. And like everybody on the couch is sitting together and it makes Patricia Arquette look miniature. Yeah. Did you notice that? She's so teeny. And why is that guy? Th- what's with the skylight? Like there becomes this fixation on the skylight as if people yeah. are coming and going from the skylight. Right. Like they make it a point to notice it and he's up there checking it and uh-huh. you assume it's fine. And then later on, he's looking at it. I don't know, man. It's because... Because they ask if they have a video camera and she's like, no, my husband hates them. He right. likes to remember things his own way, he says. Yeah. And he's like, well, what does that mean? He's like, well, like, not necessarily how it happened, just how I remember it, which. Uh, OK. All, all right. right. And I guess this is a way that David Lynch kind of feels. Okay. I don't know. It's a parallel. Maybe not quite as. I don't know. That seemed dark. 
I mean, he uses a video camera to make movies, but well, I, I mean, like home, home movies. movies. I don't know or photo because even weren't they even saying like photos or no? Maybe just no. Video. I think it was just video. Well, yeah, and then they ask about a security system, and she's like, "We'd have to turn it off because it kept going off." I was like, "Well, maybe it was because somebody was getting in right, your house, right? Trying to get in your house." He was like, "Well, false alarms." He's like, "Well, maybe you should think about using that again." And in this whole house, there's only two bedrooms. It looks real big from the outside to only have two bedrooms. I mean, well, they only use the one because he's like, "You only have this one." He's like, "Well, no, the other one's my studio and it's soundproof," which. Another clue, like, go check the soundproof yeah. studio They also, don't go do look you? in there. Like, they don't seem to go in there. It's like no. he doesn't want them to go in there because that's where he does his murder things. Yeah. <laughs> so they leave, and these two go to a moontime pool party at Andy's house. Uh, do, 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 and this is the guy do, do, he saw do, in the club with his uh, wife or do, didn't or imagined. Yeah. That, you don't know. And he's got that John Waters yes, mustache. Yes, I wrote the same yeah. thing, John Waters mustache. <laughs> and she's already a little... And Tippy she's kind of obvious. Like she lunges like, for Andy and then go get me a drink to right. her like, like give me on. another. And like he makes his way through the house and he gets two double scotches neat and they're both for him. Mm-hmm. And we see across the way a mystery man is like watching him and he moves in his pancake makeup the, oh and my his wet and wild eyeliner oh and lipstick. shit. Black cherry mm-hmm. lipstick and the music drops out. Yep. We've met oh. before, haven't we? No, I don't think so. Where is it that you think we've met? At your house, don't you remember? No, no, I don't. Are you sure? Of course. As a matter of fact, I'm there right now. What do you mean? You're where? At your house. You're fucking crazy, man. And he hands him a cell phone and says, call me. Call me. me. Oh, my fucking guts. My fucking guts. Dial your number. Go ahead. And so he does. Mm -hmm. And the mystery man picks up the fucking phone. I told you I was here. Oh, how'd you do that? Ask me. Oh, fuck. (laughs) I'm saying like like, nothing is creepier. Like the only thing creepier than this is Bob. Like I can't put my finger on it. Yeah. As to why. And And when he starts laughing. Those eyes. Like a a doll's eyes. Yes. Fuck. And he allegedly in real life killed his wife. That's what so some say. That's that's what a lot of people are saying. And he's like, so he asks the guy on the phone, right. how'd you get inside my house? And he's like, well, you invited me. It's not my custom to go where I'm not wanted. Who are you? Oh, this fucking laugh. In stereo. Yes. Give me back my phone. And that's fucking hilarious. I, that was like, I remember laughing out loud in the theater when he's like, give me give back, back my, my phone. phone. Like, that's just funny to me. And Fred hands the phone back and he's like, it's been a pleasure talking to you. And as he walks off and blends, he just goes to mingle. The music after that. comes back in. Yeah. Like it, you know, whatever. And here comes Renee. And she's like, where's my drink? And Fred's like, Fred asks Andy who that guy is. And he's like, oh, I don't know him. He's a friend of Dick Laurent's. He's like, isn't he dead? He is. What? Who I told you that? I think you knew him. How do you know that? I told you he was dead. No, I don't think he's dead. Right. He can't be dead. So he's like, let's go home. Let's right. leave. Let's leave. We never should have come here in the first place. And then he's like, how'd you ever meet that asshole? It was a long time ago. We met at a place called Mooks. 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 Told and me about like, a job. And she's like, Andy's okay. He's got some pretty fucked up friends. And that was another time I remember laughing out yeah. loud. Yeah. And she talks about how he got her a job. Mm-hmm. And like, what just, kind of a job? Like, just a job. Just a job. I don't mm-hmm. remember. Right. Like, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Like, really? 
And how do you not know this? I know. Aren't you married? And it doesn't ever say how long they were married, but I feel like not that long. Or like where they, how did they even get to together? Met at Mm. Mokes. They met at Moke. They met at a place called Mokes. So he, they pull up and I don't know if they see it, but there's like a flash of light and a shadow upstairs. Yeah. And he tells her to stay in the car and he goes up to check. Like why? In the pitch black no, house. No, ma'am. He does not turn on one well, singular light he? and then goes back and tells her it's all clear. Yeah. You sh- didn't turn on a light. No, you, you don't, don't know. know. You don't know. Dumbass. He's only five foot two and he's hiding <laughs> right? in the house. He's not a big man, Robert Blake. No, he could be, he could anywhere. be anywhere. He could be, <gasps> he could be behind the couch. Oh, God. Oh, he was he's there back there the with Bob. No. So then she's in the bathroom, very ineffectively removing makeup with a dry cotton swab. Yeah. It doesn't look like anything's no. coming off. She's just dabbing at it. And then he hears something. Yes. And he goes down this dark hall. Turn a goddamn light on. I, seriously, do you not have lights in your house? And there appears to be a mirror at the end of this hall. Oh, and he, like, he looks yeah. at himself very closely. Yeah. And then she comes out and he's not there. And she, yeah, like he goes down a dark hall, disappears, finds a mirror. And then she goes to follow him. Like, I'm she not going. She looks down this dark ass hall. Fred. Yeah. yeah. And then he comes back out of the dark. Like, was he changed? When the, no, you don't even see him. You just, then later, as if nothing happened, he's picking up a porch envelope. So, like, oh, you don't even see. Like, she disappears. They or no, he's still walking around in the dark. Yeah, somewhere. like I think you do still see him kind of like, like wandering like in the dark. They either come out, like he comes out of the shadow, and you and then you don't see them speak or meet no. or anything. No, no, no. And then it's the next morning. Yes. So then he's opening up another porch envelope with another tape. Only this uh-huh. time, yeah, it's like he puts it on to watch, and again starts the same shot of the outside walking to the house. The house, and then instead of them sleeping, it's him having dismembered Renee, and it's giving me Black Dahlia. So I paused it because uh-huh. at first I wrote, "It looks like he killed two women." No, no, no. He <laughs> had taken her apart to the mm-hmm. point that. She looked like multiple bodies. Yeah. Because he had pieces on the bed and pieces mm-hmm. on the floor. Yeah. She was like bisected at the midsection. Yes. Like, Go- like, like black Dahlia. Just spilling out. Mm-hmm. And he looked mortified in the video. Right. Like, he like was he's in like tears. screaming and like. But apparently had no recollection of this. Yeah. Like he starts to. He'd apparently showered and cleaned himself up. Right. Gone and to bed. He starts calling out for Renee and now the shift starts to happen which is the the thing that i read that i guess david lynch said was a psychogenic fugue okay which is that thing i was talking about the dissociation from like yourself your memories and everything so maybe that's when this begins and so he calls out for renee and the next thing you know he's getting punched in the nose by the detective from before shut up killer Tell me I didn't kill her. Yeah, tell me I didn't kill her. Tell me I didn't and kill like her. And like it never shows the cops crime scene like picking up her body. So like I'm Mm-mm. not clear about so was it just a tape of his of her body or did they find her physical I don't remains know. in that room? Cuz they kind of like speed run through it. It's uh-huh. like they tell him to shut up and the next thing you see is like you hear the voiceover mm-hmm. of him being sentenced and then he's being escorted to a cell by Henry Rollins. I <laughs> Yes. <laughs> He's so cute. Yes. I love Henry. 
And he sits down on his bed, and then we just get like him lying around his cell. Yeah. He's having flashes of the corpse in his mind. Right. He keeps looking up at that light above his head, and it like flashes. Yeah, he's having flashbacks all the time. He's out in the yard, and he's straight up not having a good time. No, he falls the fuck over. It's like fucking bleak. His head is hurting. He goes to the doctor, and he's like, You sleeping okay? Like, I can't sleep. So he gives him a big fat sleeping pill. He gives him several. Like, he's like, He looks like shit. And so he still can't sleep. His head still hurts. He's yelling mm-hmm. for the guard. He wants right. Aspen for his head. Mm-hmm. He's like, nah, bruh. Shit, that wife killer's looking pretty fucked up. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> 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 so then Fred's in his cell having visions of build a building burning in reverse. Like, yeah, a like a cabin in reverse. exploding in reverse. He sees the mystery man at the door and he goes in. And like then blue lights, lights coming like down UFOs on his face. Or yes, something, it gives it me UFO. Like. And then everything goes dark. And then we're out on the Lost Highway. And there's lines in the road. Uh-huh. We see Pete on the side of the road. And there's a girl yelling for him. Pete, Behind Pete. him. And it's like Pete, his folks are standing in the doorway. And then Fred starts freaking the fuck out. Yeah. He's like writhing in his, his cell. His face and there's is like, falling off or melting uh, off. Yeah. Or... And there's like a body cavity opens. And then it stops. Right. And the guards the next morning, a guard is checking on everybody. And he's gone. He slides his open and goes, that's not me. (laughs) Fred Madison. Yeah. And he runs to get the captain, which I thought it was going to be the warden. But I guess he kept calling him captain. He said captain. Yeah. He's like, that's not prison guards, I guess. I I guess. I don't know. He's like, that's not Fred Madison. No, I can't say like, who is it? I don't know. Can't say. And he's like, this is some spooky shit here. And so they look over and he Pete looks up and his face is all all busted. Yeah. It's like all Skeletor on one side. And you can see like the line where the makeup is in this Blu-ray copy of the movie. But yeah, he's all fucked up and he's like, where did they come from? And so they look up his record and find mm-hmm. that he's Peter Dayton, age 24. He was arrested five years ago for auto theft and lives uh-huh. with his parents. His kick-ass parents. I was going to say, his dad, Gary Busey, comes in looking like he just fell down the cool motherfucker tree. <laughs> 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 and his mom hit every branch exactly. on the way down. Exactly, both of them. Yes. Looking badass as hell in with their, their leather jackets. Sh- yeah, matching leather jackets. And before we get into Pete's half of this story. Right. The new side begins. So this is a good time to take take a a quick break. break. We'll be right back. And we are back. We are back and we're out in the backyard rehabbing in our lawn chair. But Fred is not back. No. Fred is (laughs) gone. Not here right now. No, Fred's not here right now. Uh, New Fred, who this? He apparently doesn't seem to have any of Fred's memories. This is just no. Pete who has lost, we don't know how long, he a doesn't day or two. Know, yeah, he doesn't know where he's Doesn't know where been. he's been. Because so they keep saying the other night. The so other night. So right. something happened. We get some small flashes, but never mm-hmm. a full explanation. explanation of what happened the night he disappeared. No, they like purposely don't tell him. For some reason. For some reason, yes. So we got him in them gray sweatpants <laughs> out lounging in <laughs> the lawn Where are you going dressed like that? Young ho. man. Ho. You a ho. <laughs> I can see the borders and the outline of your dick, sir. And he walks to the connecting fence, and I don't get what this moment is. He has I, a moment looking at this baby pool. Yeah. I don't know if there's some symbolism of something here. Symbolism. I missed it. I'm, <laughs> it went over my head. I don't know. And then later, Giovanni Ribisi and the crew yes. come over to his house. They come like, where the fuck have you been? You look like shit. What happened? And he's like, oh, I haven't been feeling too well. 
But I'm not contagious. No. Yeah, it's fine. And then they decide he's going to want to go out with these clowns for a little while. And his dad's like, that. yeah. That'll do you some good. That'll do you some good. So they go down to the bowling alley. Apparently the, the club. Coolest, coolest bowling alley ever that right? has a club for <laughs> 20-somethings in the back. Yeah. I mean, oh, you know what? Maybe it's like, yeah, That's there's places like that, yeah. isn't it? Sure. So he meets up with this girl, Sheila, and she wants to know what happened to his face. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. They're dancing. And she reminds him of the last time they were together. And he's like, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't I remember don't any recollection of this. And yeah. And she's like, well, she doesn't really say. And she's like, do you still care about me? And they go to Mactown, USA. And they're dancing to I. And then the next day, Pete goes to work. To Arnie's garage where Richard Pryor is Arnie waiting yes. outside for him. Petey's back. Petey's back. And he's like, Mr. Eddie called. Yep. And he wants to know, so you're good to go. And he's like, yeah, to call him and let him know I'm back and I'm ready to work and whatever. And then here comes this Mercedes. Well, first you see that the cops have also. Oh, followed that's him right. They've, they've got like a couple of detectives on Keeping him. an eye on. Pete. And I think I believe that this. One of the detectives, the older guy, Lou, whoever plays, or Ed, I think is his name. And he's, in real life, he was a former cop that, like, murdered a bunch of people for the mafia. Ooh. He was one of the mafia cops. So that's a true crime moment. Ooh. Number one and a half, I guess, or two. Because <laughs> I know we didn't of, say I mean, true Richard crime Blake. moment last time, but. Well, no, we didn't. But everybody knows about Richard Blake. Oh, if we throw a third one in there, Natal- Natasha Wagner, Gregson Wagner, or whatever. Her mom her was mom a true was, moment. That's also a true. He knows. He fucking did it. Anyway. So then this Mercedes pulls up. Right. And it's Mr. Eddie shouting for Pete. Oh, Pete, it's Robert Loja. And gives him a big hug. Oh, yeah. Where have you been? Someone giving little, you trouble? Because if somebody's giving you trouble, I'll take care of the problem. Oh, fucking. Like that. Like that. Like oh, that. Like oh. that. Oh, he's really intense. I mean it. He, you know he does because it's Robert Loja. <laughs> He's like, no, thanks. I'm fine. Right. Like, I, that's all right. Come take a ride with me. I don't like the sound of something. Yeah. And so he gets in the car and the detectives don't see they him don't see this. So they don't follow for this little journey we're about to have. Right. So and then he figures out whatever's going on with it while they're best damn ears in the business. Yeah. So he he fixes the car. Mm-hmm. And they're like, let's go for a ride. And so he goes, and he's not really hauling ass either, no, but he goes on this going windy for a ride. road. Yeah, going he's for a up cruise. in the hills. They're cruising the hills. And here comes some asshole <sighs> tailgating. And he tries to wave him around. Mr. Eddie waves him through. And this and he dick flips, flips him, him off, off. Like, in the hills. Okay. You know what? You go through there, and people that go through there all the time are wiling. Mm-hmm. But if you're just trying to have a nice drive, fuck people like this. And as soon as the guy flips him off, the dudes in the backseat put, they their, put seat their seat belts on. on. They're they like, know okay, what's like, about to this come. What's, what's coming. Is where mechanical excellence and 4,000 horsepower pays off. And he takes, then the, he takes fuck the fuck off, off and bumps the guy off the road. And how many, like, don't you just dream? to be able to some dickwad like and he barely dents his car oh no it's like a fortress this thing like it's like the devil's car and then um so the the guy he he pulls (laughs) over what does not pull over he gets pushed off the road road. they all hop out pull him out of the car oh don't you ever fucking tailgate ever do you know how many fucking car legs it takes (laughs) to to stop stop a car car. oh man i want you to get a driver's manual and study the motherfucker i want you to study that motherfucker 
motherfucker! <laughs> I want you to obey the goddamn rules. 6,000 people were killed on the road last year because of assholes like you. And so he kicks him in the ribs once oh. more for good measure after beating his fucking ass. They and leave him, him in the dirt. Sobbing in the turnout. Like, come on. And then just leaves calmly, apologizes to Pete. I'm sorry, Pete. Tailgating is just one thing I, I cannot, cannot tolerate. tolerate. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I can see that. So they get back to the shop. He gives him some cash. Mm-hmm. He pays him. He's like, hey, wait, you like pornos? Give you a bono? And he's got VHSs in Just his glove compartment. Right there. He's like, no, thanks, Mr. Eddie. That's that's cool. And so he's going to bring the caddy by tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And now the detectives notice that Pete's been out this I, whole time with Mr. Eddie. And they go, oh, you know who that is? Yeah. That's Laurent. Laurent. Oh, shit. So I don't know how Dick Laurent gets the name Mr. Eddie, but. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And we never found out who Dick Laurent was to begin with. So it didn't really not really. I guess it's Mr. Eddie. He's like a mobster. Mm -hmm. I would assume. So back at home at moon times, he's Mm -hmm. looking at himself in the dark in the mirror. He's having weird mirror times. Touching his face. Is he Fred? Is he Pete? So yeah. So this is the first hint that maybe he knows there's some weird going on. There's someone else in his head. So he goes out to his girl's house and honks at the curb he like a classy a dude. <laughs> right? This motherfucker, this his her parents probably don't like him. Uh-uh. They're like, this bitch can't even get out of the car honking. Uh-huh. You're not going. And she comes out. She, yeah. Come go for a drive. Out. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Get in, baby. <sighs> she do. Of, of course, course she do. do. <laughs> <laughs> she cuddles up under his arm on I the bench seat. Would. I would have too. She didn't even bring a purse because she knows. And like <laughs> he didn't even take her out to like overlook. Nope. He were parked nope. on a random residential dark street to make out. Sometimes in front of those somebody's are house. The best places to go though, because there were places to go that wasn't necessarily a lookout point. And it was most definitely in a neighborhood, but <laughs> it had the best coverage for that kind of thing. But the cops are still getting a little bit of a show. They at yeah, least know what's happening. Yeah, they see them like titties in the dark and like we out there, we're back. But this is a massive back seat. Yeah. They're like laid out comfortably. And then her whole, why don't you like me? Uh, I do like you. Okay. How much? Well, then let me get these titties out. Titties out. I know. Titty city. T- <laughs> and take me down to the titty, titty city. <laughs> and then, yeah, they bang in the giant back seat and yes. the cops are just like, wow. Okay. What a fucking job. <laughs> so the next day at work, that jazz sax is on the radio. Right. And he's like, no, he Hurts snaps his head. it off. Yeah. He's like, no, I don't like that. The other guy's like, but I liked it. I was listening to that. And then here comes the caddy with blonde Patricia Arquette oh, in it with Mr. Eddie. Across the way. And he steps in front mm-hmm. of her and like Pete tells her like, oh, uh, I have it done later today. And, you know, whatever. And he's like, yeah, if, if you think you can, then I'll be back later today. And then we... As she gets out of the car. Oh, different and so new. Yep. And so we get a whole slow-mo of her walking to the car and then making solid eye contact. I do love a dangly guitar. That's the only way that I could describe it, that dangly guitar. Yeah, I love it. I love a dangly guitar. I don't know whatever. That's how I describe it. Whatever that sound is, it's a dangly guitar. And so that night, all the boys in the garage are just hanging mm-hmm. after work. And this taxi rolls up. Yeah. With Alice in it. She hops out of this. Ta- yeah. And then, like the cab just leaves. Like she's like, yeah, you can go. And she sure remembered to bring her nipples to the party. <laughs> she didn't forget <laughs> many things, but she definitely didn't 
forget them nipples. So she introduces herself as Alice mm-hmm. and like, asks if he'd like to take her to dinner. And he's unsure. And she's like, all right, well, why don't I take you to dinner? And he's like, I don't think that's a good idea. And she smiles and she's like, okay, well, do you got a phone? I got to call myself another cab. So, so she didn't come to pick up the caddy? No. She just came to ask dude she, out. Well, she couldn't come to pick up the caddy. They probably already picked up the caddy. She came for him. Okay. Because I thought initially to, no. she took a taxi there to pick up the caddy. No. I think she came there for him and she took a that. taxi because she ain't got a ride. Oh. She had to take a taxi. She couldn't have Mr. Eddie knowing where she was going. So she calls the cab and he hangs up the phone like, no, we won't be needing that cab. I know She's like, uh, whatever the name of the cab is, but she has that long pause, the valiant cab. Yeah. Like it's so weird. I don't know. Whatever. It's funny. So she's like, maybe we should just skip dinner and they go straight to Whoa, a motel. Straight to the motel. Like you do just do introduced do yourself. Do. Yeah. He's your mob hey, dudes. They had been eye fucking all afternoon. Oh, man. So Mactown, USA, cops outside. <laughs> Fucker gets more pussy than a toilet seat. Yes. He we, sure do. Yeah, we got some balti nagas. Oh, yeah. They bang. He drops her off. Mm-hmm. They, she, they meet again the next night at the motel. And she's like the opposite of Renee, like all white and blonde. Mm-hmm. And I think she looks older like that. She does a little bit. It, it does seem like she looks a little bit And bit again, older. in this clear copy, you can see the line where her hair starts and the wig begins. Oh. Because it's like she's got them all pulled through. Well, again, this wasn't even available on DVD until 2008. So weird. Like that you couldn't get. And the copy that I had was a VHS copy type tape from cable. Hmm. And a boy took it. Or I left it there. Whatever. Pine Pete. <laughs> Might have been. <laughs> so then back at his house on a stormy night, the phone mm-hmm. rings. It's Alice. Yeah. Meow, meow. I can't see you tonight. I have to go somewhere with Mr. Eddie. And mm-hmm. I think he suspects something. His go- They're watching. We have to be careful. Mm-hmm. I miss you. So then Pete sits on his bed and the room's spinning. Oh, yeah. And he sees her face and the mm-hmm. blue light. And is this the apple of Sodom part? Yes. Oh, and there's like see? a spider crawling up the mm-hmm. wall. A black and widow. in the light. Yep. Yep. He can't. Like, he's all messed up over it. Like, he can't. I don't know. It's weird. Oh, it's weird. So he gets on his previously unseen motorcycle and takes to the streets. <laughs> Take it to the streets. And he fucks Sheila. Yeah. He like hate fucks her at the same <laughs> in the motel. motel. And uh, mom and dad are, are <laughs> the waiting detectives for him at are home. outside again. And he was like, "What a fucking job!" I He's know. like, "His or ours, Lou?" Yeah, exactly. And these cops are fucking hilarious. So mom and dad are waiting for him at home. They want him to have a seat. Yeah, the, like the you police called. You don't look so good. And they will. Yeah, they called and they want to know if we'd had a chance to talk to you about what happened the other night. Do you remember anything? And he's like, nope. "No, <laughs> I really don't." Well, we're not going to say anything about that night to the police. And he's like, what are you even talking about? You came home with your friend Sheila. There was a man with you. I've never seen him before in my life. What happened to me? Right. Please, dad, help me. And, and they just all have tears in their eyes yeah. but won't tell him. They won't. So they, our well, they theory don't... is it was the mystery man. Yeah, that's who I think was with him, that and, it would have been. And I'm guessing he just disappeared before their very eyes and like they can't put it into words or something. Right. I don't know. Like they can't figure because out what they saw. He didn't swap with Fred. No, because Fred wasn't in his Fred. place. 
So yeah, I don't know. Something don't know. weird that must have happened. Weird. Maybe he melted like um, Fred's face. Maybe he turned oh, to just he a pile started, of like, tissue, sketching out, and yeah. then like kind of disappeared or something. Maybe, and because she was like screaming, pee, pee. right? Like like he was going somewhere. Like they all ran out after mm-hmm. him. Oh, it was weird. So at work the next day, Mister Eddie comes for him. Yes, uh, he arrives to see Pete, and he's like, "I'm sure you noticed that girl I was with the other day, the blonde." I love love that girl. If I ever found out she was stepping out on me, I would take this fucking hand cannon and shove it so far up his ass. And then you know what I would do? I'd blow his fucking fucking brains out. out. You're looking good. What you been up to? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You've got a lot of color in your cheeks. You're Uh looking real, real happy. So back at Pete's house, the phone's ringing. It's Mm -hmm. Alice. Yeah. She says, meet me at the Starlight Motel on Sycamore in 20 minutes. And I remember being obsessed with this nail polish. This is the one that was like Like the Urban Decay. Yeah, she doesn't have the white nails anymore. In fact, like her whole look is a little darker Mm -hmm. now. But yeah, the Urban Decay, that Jewel Beetle, like it had to have been, right? Like in that 97, Uh it must have been. It probably had that same name Mm -hmm. called a Jewel Beetle. Scarab. Uh (gasps) I bet you that's it. Anyway. (laughs) So they meet up and she's like, Mr. Eddie knows. And he's like, what do we do? And well, she's like, make well, out apparently. Right. We could go bit. away together. She knows the guy that pays girls to party with him. And he always has lots of cash. She's thought this through. He'd be easy to rob. And yeah, we can get away. And he wants to know only one thing in this equation. He's like, so did you party, did you with, party him? with him? Come on, Pete. He's 24, dude. Uh, well, that's true. And like, yeah, she's clearly thought this through. She's like running shit. Is she a succubus? Maybe. I feel like that's what she is. So she's like, no, he's just someone who works for Mr. Eddie. He makes right. pornos. How'd yeah. you get in with these fucking people, yeah. Alice? And he was like, wait a minute. The pornos, like, he remembers that. Well, and like, what do you know about her besides what her insides feel like? Yeah, you don't know nothing. You, don't, you haven't had a conversation with this girl. And Your tongue hasn't been out of her mouth long enough. And he's in with these people, too, Pete. Like, I you know never would have met her otherwise, you chump-ass chump. And she met this guy at a place called Mokes. And they became friends. And, and he, he told, told her, her about, about a job. job. Hmm. In pornos. <laughs> Pete. <laughs> and so then she's having this, like, she's telling the story, I guess, of how. Right. He made first... an appointment to see a man. And she's having this memory of mm-hmm. waiting at this place and being left for hours with this one guy working out and this other guy, like, an the, armed guard. Right. They have guards and they bring her into the other room. And then I get very Frank Blue Velvet vibes yes. from this scene. Yes, very much so. Like the guy comes and pulls a gun and like puts and it right in her face. And they don't know when he even says strip. No. He just vaguely he gestures. He just does this. He doesn't even, yeah, like really I, do a take off your clothes gesture. It's just a move, get on with it Right, gesture. like get on with it. And like, I guess this was on some list. It's like the sexiest dance scene in a horror movie like no, how many of those of are all, they no it's not a horror it's, movie second it, of all no it's not sexy not really it's just under duress it's not yeah yeah and so um she gets the titty mm-hmm. nod of approval and yes. heads over he does indeed he does he the t- yeah those will do those will do and she do. kneels in front of him and then flashes back to being with pete what a job interview right and he's like why didn't you just leave and it's yeah. like there was a room there was of giant gun. men with guns. Did you hear that part of her story? Because I saw that part of the He's story. Like, Pete liked it. Oh, Co- yeah. Pete. She liked not getting shot. Right. She. I like not getting shot. So, yeah, she's, she's like, like you want me to go away. Oh, I'll come go on. Away. I'll be, uh, and she's oh, like, fine, we'll rob away. Andy. 
So yeah, so she's already got the plan. We meet yeah, at his red place flags, eleven o'clock. Pete. Don't drive. Don't take the bus. Take the bus. Make sure no one follows it's you. It's two 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 four Deep Dell Place. I'll be upstairs with Andy. The back door <laughs> will be open. Go to the bar at eleven fifteen. I'll send him down. You fix me to to, to fix make me, a, me drink. a drink. You crack him in the head. Okay. And like, if you're just gonna crack him in the head, why do you need to fuck him and keep him mm. distracted if you're just gonna have him come down and get clobbered? Because this is something else entirely. Because she's a yes, succubus. Exactly. But so yeah, like he seems to realize that something isn't right, but his dick be thinking and he his gets, dick be screaming. He gets home and she lives on his doorstep. Oh, you're fucking somebody else, aren't you? Who is she? What's the bitch's name? Oh, and dad has to come out and pull her off of him. You're like, sorry. You're sorry, you piece of shit. You're sorry. sorry. Yeah, you fucking fuck you. you. Yeah, fuck you. And like, he's like, let's go inside and talk about it. She's like, you know, he's different. Tell, Tell him. him. He's like, no, 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 no. Don't. So um, his vision blurs mm-hmm. and she's like, sorry, I won't bother any of you ever yeah, again. You or anyone else in your family ever again. And she runs, runs off, off into, into the, the night. night like. Ah. And so um, his mom says there's a man on the phone. He's called mm-hmm. a couple times tonight. And right. he won't give his name. And yeah. And Pete's getting all shifty vision. He picks it up and it's Mr. Eddie. You okay? You yeah. All right. I'm really glad to you know doing you're all right? okay. You're sure you're okay? All right. Well, here, I got someone who wants to talk to you. He's like, we met before, haven't we? I don't think so. Where is it you think we've met? At your house. Don't you remember? No. No, I don't. In the east, in the far east, when a person is sentenced to death, they're sent to a place where they can't escape, never knowing when an executioner may step up behind them and fire a bullet into the back of their head. Fucking what? Did he think of this shit? When he allegedly shot his wife. And then he's just like, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Yeah. And Mr. Eddie's like, I'm glad you're doing okay. I just want to jump up. on and yeah. say, I'm glad you're doing okay. And now he's crying. And his yes. parents are gone. But the dedication to that pussy is unmatched. Because he goes. He, he gets goes. on that bus. Yep. He gets to Andy's. He arrives at five after 11 and hops the fence and sneaks in. Back doors unlocked as promised. A giant video of Alice getting railed. Yes. Is playing on a screen inside. Is it German porn, perhaps? Looks like it. And her clothes are all over the floor. There's Rammstein. She's getting Rammstein. She's getting Rammstein from behind. Exactly. And you hear a bang from upstairs. And it's the same house from the party. And this Mm -hmm. kitchen does not match. No. The house. It doesn't seem to. And he hides behind the bar with something to hit Andy. Andy comes down in his mm -hmm. chonies. Yep. Gets clubbed. I mean, he got a good whack to the face. He hit him really fucking hard. And And Alice comes down in her bra and panties. Mm -hmm. You got him. Oh, and they mack. And Andy wakes up yelling. And runs right for him and crashes into this glass table. And brains himself. And this is why I'm afraid of glass furniture. Pete's like, we killed him. She's like, you killed him. You killed him, bitch. But I mean, really, the table in physics. The ta- him. Yeah, I mean, like the he didn't throw the table killed. into his head. No, he just ducked. <laughs> so she's like, it's we got to get this stuff. Maneuver. Yeah, we got to get this stuff and get out of here. And like Pete's looking at the film and he's starting to get all dizzy and he sees the picture of Mr. Eddie, Renee, and Alice uh-huh. and Andy, and he's like, "Is this you? Are, Are both, both of them you?" She comes over and she's like, that's me. And his nose starts to bleed. Mm-hmm. And he has another migraine. And he's like, I need to use the bathroom. 
So he gets up the stairs, there's blood streaming down his face, and there are room numbers for some reason. Right, the halls start to distort, and now it looks like room numbers, and we have room 26, and it's a red room. And it's her getting fucked. Rammsteined again. And like, Did you want to talk to me? Did you want to ask me why? Why? So he shuts the door. Mm-hmm. She's still downstairs rummaging through the household for treasure. Right. And she like, has not stopped this porno from playing above no, her head. She, well, fucking it's part of her game. It's, it's out there. Yeah, it is. And then, like, then when he comes out, it's not a motel door anymore. It's no. a regular door. And it's it, a regular house. And she points a gun at him as he comes downstairs. What's the matter? Don't, Don't you, you trust, trust me? me, She puts it in his face and then kind of giggles and hands it to him. Stick right. it in your pants. Right. And she's like, I know offense because, of course, she does. And, like, we can get passports and money. In exchange for all this shit. And then we can go anywhere. Come on, baby. Let's go. And, like, where'd she get the red velvet Santa sack for robbing I houses? I know, right? She, she just had that <laughs> or he brought keeps that, that along. Oh, that's, that's the funny. sex toy sack. It must be. She dumped all the cocks out. And uh-huh. She's like, she's going to. That's put all actually of the... she knows she didn't dump them out. Mostly what's in there. <laughs> that's is a bag what's of in cocks. there. We're going to sell this bag of cocks. She's like, suck a bag of dicks, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> now we know what that means. Right. And then we see this parting shot of Andy, like half his, uh-huh. the corner of the table, like halfway through her his forehead. Ugh, I'd be scared of them things. So they take Andy's car and they head down that lost highway. Down they go. They take off in his cherry stang. He's freaking out. Where are we going? Where the fuck are we going, Alice? The desert, baby. The fence is at his cabin. <coughs> and then we see that cabin again, re- like exploding in reverse from Fred's vision earlier. Mm-hmm. And then they arrive in park. And then this is like, this is when Dave came out and he was like, this movie is fucking weird. I'm like, I know. Yeah. I was, I'm like, I it's know, David bruv. Lynch, man. Yeah, hello. And so <laughs> they go up. They stupidly leave the gun in the car, but that's right. okay because there's nobody it, in there. It doesn't matter. It's yeah, it's empty and there's a couch wrapped in plastic and no one's there. They're gonna have to wait. So they go out to the car. Mm-hmm. She turns the music on and he's like, "Why me, Alice? Why'd you choose me? You still want me, don't you, Pete? More than ever." And this mortal coil oh starts my to play. God, is was this just on the radio? <laughs> I don't know. So I, this is the song I walked down the aisle to. Yeah, because of this, this movie. movie. Yeah. Yep. Because I Obviously. got married young. <laughs> well, I guess. Well, I guess also he wanted to use this. David Lynch wanted to use this in Blue Velvet, which is funny because of the Mr. Eddie Frank Booth, right? You know, whatever comparison, but he couldn't get the rights to it, so he kept it mine and used it for this. Yeah, and it was perfect. So they, it's not even on the soundtrack. No, they get naked and fucking Mm -hmm. the dirt in the headlights of the car to the song. She got them jiggle titty claws. Oh yeah, she keeps her cool shoes on. Mm -hmm. And And, uh, the music repeating. I want you. I want you, Alice. And the music starts to get all creepy and swells to a crescendo. And the blue lights flash again. (sighs) And she whispers in his ear, "You'll You'll never have me." And gets off and walks off into the cabin. Just naked up to the cabin. Right. And leaving him in the dirt all naked. And he gets up and it's Fred. Yeah. Just so no melting face this nope. time. No when seizure. Just up. it's Fred. And then now the mystery man is behind the wheel. And then and he also at the, the door. Porch. Yeah. Here right. I am. And then he goes in while Fred struggles to get dressed. And he comes into the cabin following Alice and the mystery man. And finds him in there alone. He's like, where's Alice? And he's Alice like, Alice who? who? Her name is Renee. If she told you her name is Alice, she's lying. And, then and he, your name 
what the, the fuck is, is your name? name? And he's got that Super 8 camera and he's like following Coming him at up. him. Oh, he's all menacing. He's scurry. And he runs to the car and here he comes with the camcorder and he reaches, reaches out. Reaches out and he drives off. He manages to back away. Just in the nick. Right in the nick. And he leaves Robert Blake in the literal dust. Yes. Back on the lost highway. Yep. Into gets the to desert. the hotel. Back to the motel. <laughs> Number 26. Again, it's like that same dark hallway, and then the doors look the same. Renee's in there, fucking Eddie Mr. or Dick Eddie Laurent. Or Dick Laurent. And like, what? That's who she was fucking? <laughs> That's who she... I Whatever. If there were even two of them, I don't, I don't know. know. That's why I asked if you ever see her actual remains, or if they convicted right. her based on the video alone. Because is it two people, or is it one? Right. Well, because she is succubus. She's a demon. She yeah. could just be wherever, anytime, I guess. I don't know. So the, he gets the room next door. Renee, We see Renee kiss Mr. Eddie goodbye. Mm-hmm. He wakes up as she shuts the door. And right. Fred sees her get in the car. And she leaves. He, and then he gets she, his gun. <laughs> right. And he goes over to Mr. Eddie's room. And he opens he knocks. the door and gets clobbered. Right. He's like, he thinks it's Renee. You're coming with me. Yeah. He beats his ass and puts him in the trunk. And somebody's watching from the window. It is, of course, the, the mystery, mystery man. man. And then Fred again <laughs> drives back out into the desert with Mr. Eddie in tow. And when he gets there, Mr. Eddie manages to fight his way out of the trunk. Mm-hmm. And now he's on top of Fred, who's handed a blade from off screen. Off screen. And he slits Mr. Eddie's throat. <laughs> and now it appears that the mystery man is on Fred's side. Right. And he, he's there. For what? <laughs> he asks him, what do you guys want? Like, I, I <laughs> yeah. don't know. I don't know why any of us are here. And he hands Eddie a camera where you can see Renee and mm-hmm. other girls and a porn. Yes, and he sees himself and her on the tiny TV, and it's the porno with Marilyn Manson and Twiggy. Twiggy. Oh, my God. I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> Watch it. <laughs> and it appears to be Girl. a snuff film where yes. Marilyn Manson dies, maybe? Yeah, and, like, Mr. Eddie is humping Renee up against the Yes, while they watch it. Uh, yeah, because I wrote here, like, I guess they're watching a snuff film. And so then you're watching There's two blood. girls sucking on her titties. There's and titty then- nipples. And then we're back to Fred and Mystery Man standing by the trunk in judgment. Right. It's like it it shows them on the screen of them watching him. It's very all yeah. weird. And so <clears throat> you and me, mister, we can really out ugly them. Some, Some bitches, bitches can't, can't we? we? Yeah. And then like the Mystery Man shoots him twice in the head and whispers into Fred's ear and disappears. What does he say? I don't know. And the Fred puts the gun in his waistband. Mm-hmm. And back at Andy's place, the cops are there looking at pictures. And now only Renee is in the photo. From right. Before. And they notice that that's Fred Madison's wife. With Dick Laurent. And Pete Dayton's prints are all over the place. You know what I think? I think there's no such thing as a bad coincidence. And we see Mr. Eddie's body in the dirt. With his brains all out as the sun rises. And then Fred pulls up to his own house as if he isn't a wanton criminal. Right. In Mr. Eddie's car to deliver the message over the intercom that Dick Dick Laurent is dead. dead. But he sees the cops coming for him and he bails. Right. And they chase off into the desert. Like, what is that? For the 60, forever. The 15. And they just keep chasing him and keep chasing Drive him. Drive into moon times and he gets all twitchy and his face starts to morph. And you don't see what happens. And funny how 
Let's meet oh, I think it's quiet and the line I'm in the road. To if I was to and you don't know how it ends because David Lynch is he Pete again? I'm is he turned into a third person? Yeah, I don't know. Is he Renee? We'll never know. Is he Alice? You'll never, never know. You will never, ever know. And so that movie doomed me to love David. I mean, I already loved David Lynch well, before like, I, I saw that. I'm sure. I don't know if I necessarily did because I think this would have been the first. Because I knew about Twin Peaks. I had watched a couple episodes. But the people that I went with were really into Twin Peaks. But like I've said before, it was a thing that my mom watched. Right. And I was a little too no, young to get into that. I definitely seen Twin Peaks by now and probably Blue Velvet. You know what? Yes. I had seen Blue Velvet because that was the other thing. Those were the things like leading up to yeah. going to see it is that we had seen because we used to get together, me and a group of other theater kids and whatever, and we would watch movies. Mm -hmm. And when and that was one of them. And we used to go around the theater all the time, talk about Heineken, fuck that shit. And do you want me to drink it? No, I want you to fuck it or whatever. I want <laughs> you to pour it. No, I want you to fuck it. Just, so like we did the, yeah. the breathing thing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah we didn't do that one eventually too but yeah like we went to see it because the people that i knew like i had seen blue velvet recently and they were super into well Twin and Peaks, i so. knew baltazar getty was in it well so. that was it well that and marilyn manson and twiggy ramirez and the whole, the whole soundtrack, soundtrack situation so yeah of course i was gonna go see that movie of totally. course of course of course it was worth ditching school worth every minute so we have some yearbook signings yay from Redwood Mountain Cody, a trip through our collective doomed pass. Love this show. Tessa and Nicole always bring up obscure things that I had locked away in my memory vault. Each episode is not just a hilarious review of the films from my childhood and adolescence, but also is like hanging out with my friends from high school. Keep on rocking. Yeah, thanks. From Natasha Hale, it's like Christmas morning each Saturday. <laughs> I look forward to each new episode. With October quickly approaching, I was curious to see if you guys were going to do Death Becomes Her. Oh. It's a movie that doomed me to be who I am today. You're doing amazing. Yeah, Natasha. Guess what? It's coming. We're totally doing it. <laughs> it's coming in October. Your dream has come true. Your wish has been granted. Long live Jombie. We got this message from People's Champ 1843. I heard you all on 88 Mile Per Hour podcast when you did Back to School. I listened to your podcast of Steel Magnolias. You two are hysterical. Steel Magnolias is my favorite all-time movie, and the way you fools did the lines from the movie <laughs> was killing me, especially the quote-unquote southern accents. <laughs> I can't wait to listen to all of your podcasts. Oh, uh, extra points for fools. Fools. He actually wrote fools. Yes. Yes. Fools. yes. All right. Um, Halloween Town, which is an Instagram account that we follow each other they mm -hmm. commented on our reel from the craft today <laughs> i repeat myself but i'm a big fan of the random chaos your pod is funnier than all the comedian podcasts combined i love the fact checking too <laughs> and then i was like uh, and then i was like oh thank you and then they said um pivot <laughs> is this the new catchphrase Gabon? i think it is i just listened to the jaws up last night and i said yes pivot and gabon is our marco polo <laughs> So this is Pippet and Gabon signing yes. off. <laughs> Pippet and Gabon. Until, Until next time. <laughs> Later, doers.
Hello, I'm Kai Bobby, co-host of the Rotten Treasure Podcast, where I talk with my friend Jim O'Donnell and a special guest about movie franchises that arguably went on a little longer than they should have. Hey Jim, what movies do we review? Home Alone, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, Home Alone 3, Home Alone 4, Taking Back the House, wait, 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 wait. Home Jim, Alone, Jim, 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 Holiday Jim, Jim. Heist. We, we, re- we review more than just Home Alone movies. Tremors. Tremors 2. Aftershock. <sighs> uh, do we have any guests? Do we have guests, Jim? Scott Campbell. Robert and Donnell from Watching It. Sarah Carter. <sighs> okay, uh, how do people find us on the internet, Jim? Follow us at Rotten underscore Treasure on Instagram. At Rotten Treasure on Twitter. Rotten Treasure okay, on right. Facebook. You know what? That, that's enough of your list. Um... So, folks, if you still want to find us, uh, you can listen to us on your preferred podcast app, uh, such as uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Podbean.com, Google Podcasts, Listen Notes, not SoundCloud.